Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, on Twitter, or email us, writersbagelbasket at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dwight. You want to watch some cartoons? Yeah, sure. I love cartoons. They're a lot of fun. You guys probably thought that we were going to do an elaborate opening like we normally do. No, we're just going to watch some Ninja Turtles. I love it. Yep. Because Ninja Turtles is in the bagel basket. The writer's bagel basket. Tear me apart, Lisa! Because if you were going to be some lame suburban dad, why couldn't you have been that for me? Correction, Homer. You're the second. That's right, Mr. Peabody! Quiet, you. Pizza, pizza, pizza! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Ever banged an entire bachelorette party, baby? It was time now. It was, was all the time I needed. Hello and welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. My name is Dwight Stearns. I'm Scott Carlin. I'm still here! Enjoy it. <laughs> So, um, is this like Mary Poppins when I don't need you anymore? You're going to float away. <laughs> do you think I'll see Dwight again? I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah, because clearly you didn't do well enough without me. Dun, dun, dun. Now I'm back. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, Scott, what did we watch this week? We watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And is it the pizza? Uh, something Nightmare Pizza Killer? The name of the episode is The Case of the Killer Pizza. Case of the Killer Pizza. This is episode six from season two in 1988. I remember this because I wouldn't eat pizza for a week because I was like... Oh, you, so you actually watched this one like on air or... In syndication. Yeah. It, obviously, all these things we saw was in syndication. Yeah. I think I was... I, I was, was four I was years than, old. I was less than one when the, in 1988. How old are you? You were four years old in 1988? No, I was four years old in 1990. Oh, okay. 88, I would have been two. Yeah, there we go. I was less than a year old when this aired. But when it aired in syndication, I was like Mm -hmm. four, and I wouldn't eat pizza for like a week. Which makes a lot of sense because of what happens in the episode. I I first saw this episode, I had a VHS because they had a bunch of Turtles VHSs back in the day. And it was this episode and the very next one, which is called Enter the Fly. And it's the one where Baxter Stockman gets turned into a giant fly. And I used to watch those two to death. I loved them. And it's so interesting actually looking at them because both of those are inspired by old horror movies. Yeah. One is David Cronenberg. Yeah. And the, the other one is, uh, I would say this one is more James Cameron alien yeah, than Cameron's less alien. Ridley Scott. But still, uh, the so the case of the killer pizzas <clears throat> is an alien knockoff, more or less. At least the design of the creatures in it is. And I pointed out to you, April, uh, April uh, I can't talk. April O'Neil. Yeah, apparently I'm having this stroke. Ooh, uh, I found, I picked up your marbles, Scott. Do you want to put them back in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. I'm just having like a stroke here. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just laughing at him and making. Please fun call nine one one. Is turning, uh, getting a stroke, turn you into an old man? No, one side of my mouth. Oh, I get it. Um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah, now we're gonna get in trouble with the. Uh, American Red Cross. No. <laughs> I was a lifeguard for like 13 years. We can't get in trouble with the Red Cross. And I was a Boy Scout. I still the last I, Boy Scout. I was a Boy Scout as well. I got my Eagle Scout. I Okay, so I didn't get my Eagle Scout because it came down to me and two other kids mm-hmm. for the program. Like, they don't, it's not American Idol. They don't pick you up. <laughs> but it, yeah. it came down to me and like, our group just kept diminishing. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. And if I had to be alone with these two kids <laughs> by myself, I would probably go insane. The troop that I was a part of, um, they aren't, they weren't back then, but it was the start of it. They're basically, I think, what's called an eagle mill, quote unquote. They've produced over two hundred eagle scouts, I think, at this point. Um, like, no, maybe it was over a hundred. Is that um, like Quaker Oats, like oat mill? Yes, but so basically, like I was, I think, like. 47 in the troop history to get um my eagle scout and that was in 2004 and so the troop was 50 years old at that point um so for it for in 50 years 45 we'll say people got their eagle scout and then less than 10 years later they were doing their 100th eagle scout they churn them out now so i was a part of that i got my eagle but it, it's a thing anyways <laughs> 
Um, so I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is I'm better than you. <laughs> well, one of one of the kids that was in it with me was crazy, and then the other one grew up to be a drug dealer. He's probably making a lot more money than I am now. Or he's in jail. I think he's in jail. Okay, cool. Well, good. My life choices have been affirmed. <clears throat> um, so Did he get his Eagle Scout? Yeah. Oh, he's besmirching us. Anyways, continue. Oh, wait. No, no, he didn't. He got kicked out. He got he's kicked out. drugs? <laughs> no, he didn't. No, this wasn't like... Oh, actually, yeah, because this was high school then. Yep, sure did. <laughs> so do you remember Ninja Turtles? I do. I do. I love Ninja Turtles. I, uh, me too. I know, no, <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah, we swear now. No shit. Oh, like, yeah. Dwight loves Ninja Turtles because in his home, we, there, I'm looking at him right now. We're making mm-hmm. eye contact, staring at each I'm other. I'm touching myself. But <laughs> his beard, his beard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he has a signed, a few signed. Uh, uh yeah, well, um, I'll, I can go over it for you. Sorry. So, damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to turn. I don't need to look at it. I know what it is. So, one of, um, I have an original animation cell from the uh, 1987 Ninja Turtles cartoon. So it's, cool. it's a Donatello. And over the past two years at this point, I've gotten it signed by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, who are the two men who created the original Ninja Turtles comic book. And they're basically like the figureheads of the Turtles empire. And I've gotten it signed by Steve Levine, who did the lettering for, I think, from issue four onwards. And another gentleman named Eric Talbot, who... Um, did some artwork and like so in the old comics they eventually started like kind of passing it off to a couple other people to do the art as opposed to Eastman and Laird and Talbot was one of them I have one other person I need to get signed uh, have sign it uh, Jim Lawson who also did artwork um, what about Fred Wolf uh, Fred, I don't give a shit about Fred Wolf he, <laughs> he just he just made the cartoon he made the cartoon which is cool but he's like he was born in 1932 I doubt he does conventions. I don't know how I would ever find him. Does Not true. No, well, I don't know about him, but uh, Larry Storch is 96 years old. He was on F Troop. He was on the uh, the Great Race with Tony Curtis, and that's pretty cool. He, is he doing I, conventions though, where yeah. I can go get stuff signed? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I have a signed uh, Great Race uh, photo of him. Oh, cool. From a convention, and and it's written in like almost like scribbles but he's still really cool and he's 96 years old and and the other piece of artwork on the wall is one from tiffany uh well it's tiffany's um it's a piece of artwork done by ben bishop and he all those people who we just i listed off have signed it as well as the artist ben bishop has signed it as well it's really cool um if we can take a little detour before we, we talk about this turtles in general um are really near and dear to my heart. I grew up watching the show. Um, in my later years, I started reading the original comic. Um, I'm collecting the original issues at this point. Um, and uh, I've been reading the newest run of the book forever. I have a bunch of action figures from when I was young. I have some statues of them nowadays, blah, blah, blah. And it's really cool because we live in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. And Turtles started in New Hampshire. Um, the very first appearance of a Ninja Turtles comic book was at a comic convention in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, in oh, 19, fancy. Yeah, in 1984, I think. It's either 84 or 83. I'm a bad Turtles fan. I don't remember. Um, and there was only like 5,000 copies of it or 1,000 or something. That There was not that many of the original printing. Um, and then they moved to um, somewhere in Massachusetts. I I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but they. So uh, it was Amherst, Massachusetts. Was it? I think yeah. I think you're right. Because it was Amherst. that is uh, up where I got married. Oh yeah, it was awesome. So because and 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 if you've ever watched the original Ninja Turtles movie or read the original Ninja Turtles comic, there's a, a arc called Northampton where they uh, it's after Raphael gets beat up and they go to a farm. Uh, Northampton is inspired by where they made the comic, so Amherst, Massachusetts. So well, there is a Northampton, Massachusetts. There you go. That too. That's where they go. They literally go to Northampton. Yeah, Mass. in the movie, right? Yes, and yep. in the book, and yeah, it's it's that's a big turtles arc is going to northampton it's all about being beaten because they so, they filmed in northampton in the actual movie because up down to the left western in western mass yeah. there is a lot of like farmland yeah so makes total sense so they're like you want to make a motion picture here go ahead Please. so uh, turtles is awesome and i loved it growing up and then getting older and finding out that like it's literally in my back door that our backyard that the out my back door that these things take place is was so cool it was like just another connection level and then there was a comic shop run by steve levine uh in 
Maine, I don't remember where, not Wells, but up near there, um, called Shellback, which clo- sadly closed down last year, or 2015, two years ago, three years ago, 2000, uh, whatever, it's closed now, um, and that, no, 2016, and that's where I went to go, so two years, so that's where I went to get um, Peter Laird's signature, Talbot's signature, Steve Levine's signature, like, it's just so cool that all this stuff is local and these guys are like the nicest like coolest people you'll met you'll yeah. meet and eastman was cool too when i met him i met him at a different convention because he's um he's a big west coast boy uh kind of went hollywood on on everyone else and that's <laughs> part of the reason why i think they broke up uh but anyways i love the ninja turtles they're great i i love the ninja turtles too uh when i was five years old my grandmother no my nana she bought me the actual van the oh for the toys and then she filled it because it came with a donatello mm-hmm. and she's like who are the other ones <laughs> and i was like uh leonardo she's like okay i'll take a leonard and <laughs> a michael and a uh ralph that's awesome <laughs> i was like ralph is technically what they call him so yes. sure Raph. we'll go with that <laughs> Raph, yeah. yeah um i i used to get for christmas and birthdays and stuff like that my grandmother would put she would take two of them, stick them back to back, and then just wrap them both. So every time I opened up a present, I would be getting two figures. I had so many of these growing up. It's not even funny. Do you have the figures from the movies? I had a couple of them. They had these really weird spots on them. I, to, I, to make them look like the actual? Yeah, to m- specific. Um, yeah, I had um, some Tokar and Razor um, figures as well. Those are the only ones I didn't have. I had Donatello, mm-hmm. who... We both love. Yeah, Dontel is my favorite turtle. Mine too. Easily. Um, and I always had a Mike. I always had a Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, that's my wife's favorite turtle is, is Michelangelo. When I was little, it was uh, it was Leonardo. I never liked Raphael. He's um, consistently been my least favorite, and he is still currently my least favorite. I agree. I uh, like he... Splinter over Raphael. <laughs> Ooh, probably Kevin Splinter's Clash. Great. Splinter. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, original. I don't know. Splinter from the 2007 animated movie is really cool. Oh, where it's Mako? It's Mako. Yeah. R.I.P. It was the. I think that was his last it project. It was literally his last. Because uh, he was doing um, uh, Uncle... Uh, Iroh. Uncle Iroh at the same time. Yep. And apparently because Nickelodeon did the, the TMNT, yep, he was just going the... across the street Really? Or across the hall to different... Like, I didn't think that Nickelodeon owned it at that point. I thought they did. I thought they bought it after that, but it's I'm probably off. I mean, I think the company... Because I thought it was in collaboration with Weinstein, which I don't like saying that name. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this episode... I remember this one vividly. I remember the fly one because... They're two horrifying horror movies mm-hmm. that are done for children. It's so weird. It's so weird that's what they do. So let's get into the plot of this yeah, one. Sure. So that way we can tell people what we're actually talking about. So um, it's a, an 80s cartoon, so things move really quickly in this one. Um, Shredder ha- gets from Krang and Dimension X three meatballs. Um, which are apparently they call them eggs. So they're meatballs. Yeah, they're, they're, they're meatballs. But apparently there's there's creatures inside of them. They're eggs. So Shredder takes these meatballs and he goes to a pizza. It's just like a free pizza sample. It, I, it, it wasn't like a contest. Or I thought anything. it was like a Bake Off originally. Like yeah, but, but it was just a drawing to get free pizza. So it was it was like there was like a hundred people in this crowd, all for a drawing for. Three large pizzas. Yeah. And that's what it was. And I guess there was like free samples of pizza. It was like a, basically a pizza festival, obviously. That's what they said, but I feel like this place was doing really bad business-wise, and they're like, we need to get more recognition. Hey, let's, you know, hand out free pizzas and like not turn a profit all Cause, day. Yeah, because that's a good way to, to make money. Um, so Shredder takes the flyers for this pizza party thing. <laughs> And he flushes them down the sewer because he knows the turtles will find it, which they do because they uh, he ends up flooding their their mansion or their not their mansion their their home base, uh, and they get the the flyers for the pizza. I don't remember uh, Splinter being voiced by a British guy. <laughs> yeah, Splinter's voice is weird in this one. It's like really, 
I don't know. <laughs> British is the best way to say it, which is weird. Cause <laughs> now he's be supposed capital, to be, Which is weird because he's supposed to be Japanese. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, mean, so is Shredder. Shredder's supposed to be a Rokusaki <laughs> from Japan, but he's voiced by Uncle Phil. <laughs> Damn it, Will. <laughs> Steve, get out of my house. Tonight Wrong I actor. dine on turtle soup. Um, so, yeah, like, Splinter's voice sounds like Cary Grant. It's like, it's like, now, turtles, calm down. <laughs> Don't you forget to do this. Yeah, it's weird. It's awesome, but it's weird. <laughs> when you, like, take a step back and think about it, it's like, none of this makes any sense. Well, uh, one thing that doesn't make sense is, um, Irma, who is April's... Uh, best friend. Yeah, they were, I think they lover. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Irma works with her at, at Channel Six. Well, I think she, she does. She looks exactly like Jeanette from the Chipettes. I had never noticed that until you pointed it out. And I was like, I was like, this had to be the same like animation studio, probably. FYI or FYE. Um, that was Deke. A Deke. Or, let me. Well, uh, well, it's the Fred Wolf stuff. Let me see if I can. Look this up. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure... Well, Deke did Turtles, but they also did um, uh, Alvin and Chipmunks. Oh, did they? So, so that's probably... They probably just took a still of Jeanette and they just made her a human face. I think that's all they did. That, that would make... Yeah, I wouldn't be super surprised at and all. And I think it was the same voice actress, too. Oh, that's just even funnier, then. Um, So, yeah, also... April O'Neil, I never realized. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. Um, the Fred Fred Wolf Productions did Ninja Turtles and the Chipmunks, and they did James Bond Junior, Toxic Crusaders, Barnyard Commandos, and California Dem- Raisin Show. Yep, Denver the Last Dinosaur too. I'm not seeing that was a movie though, right? No, that was a TV show. It was a mini series. I'm not seeing it on here. Um, it's possible. So yeah, Irma is definitely Jeanette. Yeah, that's too funny. You're you're one hundred percent correct on that. Yeah. And they're like, What do we do? We need to make this character and just take one of those Alvin and the Chipmunk stills. Copy paste. Uh you're good. So, Irma's weird. I, I never liked Irma or Vernon. Um I always found them really annoying. Vernon's... I didn't like Vernon until um the only thing I ever liked about the, the Michael Bay ones, besides being terrible, <laughs> was Will Arnett. Oh yeah, he was really he Joe. was fun in that. Yeah. Um so What's her name? Irma is super horny. Yeah, she was talking about She's like, like I want a man. I want a man. I I I, I took, went on a date with this guy who runs this shop over here. I think his name was like Luigi or Alfredo. something like that. Alfredo. Because I'm going with just stereotypical names. And like she sees him while he's there, and he starts like running after her. And like April, the turtles have shown up because they've gotten the flyers. And April takes Alfredo over to meet the turtles. And she's like, these are all of Irma's relatives. And he's like, oh, my God, they're green. I can't date her. Racist. The, the babies will be weird. Yeah, exactly. Racist. What a, what a jerk. His mustache is so gross. Yeah, it's like one of those. Obviously, it's a cartoon. It's one of those, like, cartoony, large, like, super I'm going to tie her to, to train tracks. It's exactly what he looked like. He was like, meh, see, I'm snidely whiplash, but it's even bigger and bushier. Um, so... Oh, one thing that we didn't point out is Splinter n- knows that it's Shredder because on the flyers, <laughs> yeah. there's four distinct holes. And he's like, these marks could only be made by Oroko Saki's uh, size. size or points or shreds, whatever Shredder's shreds are called. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> I, I know. Like, come on, dude. Like, Could've okay. Got ripped as they got, like, washed down the sewer. Right? Also, yeah. How did these things not get turned to mush as they've been? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have been there. Oh, cartoon well. logic. Cartoon logic. Um, yes. So the turtles win because Baxter, back, Baxter Stockman uh, rigs it, and he yep. says the four winners are, but they only have like three pieces. There's only three pieces, and well, no, he only lists off three of the turtles. Oh, I thought yeah, he, he said all four. No, 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 he didn't. He only said he didn't say Raphael, which is good because Raphael <laughs> doesn't deserve anything. But before this, Baxter Stockman ha- on the three prize pizzas, which were just. Sitting out there, it's like, we're going to take these pizzas, leave them on this table, and they're just going to get cold for you. He took the three pizza or three meatballs and put them on each one on each of the pizzas. Yeah, that's not how you do a meatball pizza. Like, no, not just one in the middle. Yeah, you would have put like all three on one pizza, or it was weird, it was just um, weird. So, yeah, 
the but, turtles win. They... But before that, there's oh, okay. a, a medium mix-up because the um, the pizza place gets a call and they get an order for two supreme pizzas, but they're all out of supreme pizzas. So they take two of the um, winning pizzas or prize pizzas and they go to deliver them. Yeah, because he says, I'll make two fresh ones before the contest is over. Why didn't you just do that from the get-go? Like, not right. even have the pizzas out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we wouldn't have a cartoon. Right. So, um, April is given a pizza from begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah. From, Michelangelo only wanted to give her a slice. Uh, so, her and Irma have a date, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're at Irma's apartment, and they're, like, just talking. Irma's like, I'm never going to get a man. As April is lighting candles. Yeah, a also, candlelit pizza dinner. Also, I never noticed that um, her her suit, her bodysuit, mm-hmm. they had it zipped down, like, all the way. Oh, trust me. I noticed that when I was younger. All it is is just boobs. <laughs> I never noticed that until this episode. I was like, jeezy, crazy. They, they never draw the cleavage line, but she's all, it's like, it's it's shockingly revealing. <laughs> It's insane. And it's like super tight too. No wonder why Michelangelo was in love with her. Um, yeah. So um, Irma sticks the the entire pizza box in the tiniest microwave, but like cartoon logic again. It just fits like perfectly. And so it is weird because like, oh, first off, let's microwave this pizza that we just got. You put in an oven. Yeah, exactly. And, and then like, how does it fit in there? Because it was supposed to be the biggest pizza they had. And, like, the box obviously shrinks between locations. So, the microwaves, I guess, activate the eggs. Yep, the eggs hatch. And the facehuggers come out. I mean, the xenomorphs. <laughs> I mean, I these mean, pizza aliens. Yeah, the, and, the Dimension X pizza aliens. So, they're hungry and they eat um, all the pizza. But yeah. apparently they also have acid breath or acid... I, I don't know because... Okay, so it's a little thing and, like, they end up, like... Chasing it around the house, April calls the turtles. The turtles try to try to um, capture it, and they end up rolling this one up in a carpet, and then it like burns through the wall. And later on, you see this thing like running up to like doors, and I think it just presses its hands against the doors and like lights it on fire. But I, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be like it's clearly an, a call to the acid blood of the alien, right? But what, <laughs> like, and um. I said to you, man, there goes her security deposit. Oh, yeah, because, holy crap, she, like, burns, like, the house to the ground, more or less. Because then later, she, she finds it still in her house, and it goes into her um, dryer, and it burns a hole through the back of her dryer all the way into the sewers. That's not how this works. No. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. So, at the same time, the turtles and the blimp, which I totally forgot about the turtle yeah, blimp. Yeah, the turtle blimp was awesome. They had um, so many little, like, things. Like, there was, like, the turtle blimp. There was the turtle, um, the, the shell. Uh, I forget the name of the, the... I had the motorcycle thing. Yeah, there was a motorcycle, and there was the thing called, like, the skate uh, skate shocker, skate, skate, skate shell skate. Um, I think they made them, uh, Donatello made them for everybody. It yeah. was basically, like, a big roller skate um, that the turtles would sit on. There was a big fan on the back of it. I had that one, but mine came with Mikey. So. Oh yeah, that's probably- um. So here's the thing: when they go to um, stop the other guy from de- delivering the pizzas, three hours has already gone by, right? And the the pizza guy is just getting there. <laughs> it's insane. Like worst pizza man ever. Easily. I mean, I know it's the um the city but like the turtles have a time to go home april microwave the pizza called the turtles the turtles then went to irma's apartment and then they like left went back to the the sewer got the turtle blimp and then they had time to like and then, then the pizza delivery pizzas were just being delivered that's not how this works that's not how any of this works no no <laughs> time and, and then the, the these so they deliver the pizza to these two monster children who microwave both pizzas at the same time yeah and they're like no they're like screw you turtles you don't get any of our pizza like they degrade them they're like why should we listen to you we're turtle uh, we're humans and you're turtles and you're less than us or something like that more or less yeah and the weird thing is it's like the turtles just showed up and they're just like oh hey it's just these two giant it's these yeah giant talking turtles whatever like they don't react to the turtles I at all I would be like oh my god holy crap what is going on here <laughs> so then um the aliens come out and Mikey's like told you <laughs> yeah so, did. what what did you think was going to happen so 
then they chased them into the sewers. And here's my problem. It was microwaves that brought them to life, right? Mm -hmm. How is it that water made them bigger? I don't know. Bullshit logic. You know what that sequence reminded me of, though, was Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Like, because... In in the first Gremlins movie, when Spike or Stripe jumps into the pool and like he's like is sinking down and like he starts bubbling, that reminded me of this because they jump in the water and the water makes them grow as opposed to multiply. I don't know, but then they turn into these big giant yellow xenomorphs. And this is where they look like xenomorphs. Yeah, um, I mean before they looked like the thing, the face hugger that came out of John Hurt's stomach. Yeah, a little bit. Like oh. they they were they were bipedal, but like not like with the um, yeah eight legs and everything but they definitely were clearly inspired by that right um and they made them yellow it's clear that they tried to make them like a different color before and they're like nope you gotta redo it yeah because they were like a pink or like a red when they were younger yeah um i bet they were like oh that looks too much like alien probably um so this is where all of them are now in the sewer and Stockman and Shredder are controlling the thing. And then uh, who knocks it out? Donatello is like, oh, okay, I'll do this. And he knocks the controller out of their hands and it like falls into like sewage water. <laughs> and then so now Shredder and Stockman are now the most dangerous game. Yeah, because they, they've now lost because they were controlling it by this like controllery thing. And now they've lost control over the... the um, the aliens and the aliens are now attacking everybody, and you have that like classic team up moment da, where da, 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 where um, Leonardo's like Shredder, we're on the same side now, and then they do a bunch of fights. Although yeah. the fighting is just they run from it, like that's all the action, quote unquote, is is they run from it and then they jump on their heads once. They never show Splinter again. No, when, yeah, he's done. When all of this is is going on, they never show him again. Does he show up at the end? At the very end, yeah. Yeah, but like but, he was in two scenes. Yeah, during this battle, they don't show anything, and so Irma passes out. Yep. And, and Vernon runs away because they've uh, April is like she assembled the film crew to go like do an expose on these little alien creatures. Here's a problem I have with that. So when they're running with the camera chasing after um, April, mm-hmm. I mean uh, the aliens. Yep. April is talking to the camera, but the news footage that they're watching on TV. You're right. I didn't notice that. It's it's a wide shot of them running. Yeah. It, that makes no sense. Yeah, it should be from her point. It should be like the back of her head. It really should be. Oh, my God. That's so weird. No, you're right. Because the, the logic was like, oh, we can't show from behind because the the cameraman will probably just be getting her butt at the angle he's at. Oh, my God. That's too funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're right. That, who, was, who was filming her? Who was filming her? No one. But then that's the – and then the angle of when she, they're on the ground – from her POV is the wrong angle too, of what they're seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, because the cameraman was in front of her. Yeah, that and- makes no sense. <laughs> so funny. Damn you, Fred Wolf. Well, th- th- this show, as you're watching it, yeah. it's clearly so poorly produced. It right. is not something I noticed when I was younger. There was multiple times where um, they got the the colors of the bandanas wrong, like. Two like Donatello and Michelangelo just went inside the house or inside of the uh, the apartment building, and then they cut to outside, and there's Donatello and Raphael standing there. Like turtles jump, wrong voices come out of the wrong turtle. It, it, some of it just makes no sense whatsoever. Like sometimes they're holding the wrong weapons, or like their um the little uh, letter on their belt is off. The show is just not no attention to detail at all. Right. Um, so the solution is that basically Leonardo cuts an electrical wire. Yeah. Cause there's just electrical wires down there and throws it on the ground, which I was just watching, um, last action hero. And that's how they kill the bat. One of the bad guys in the movie. Well, this was definitely first. This right. was 88. But I was like, that is how you kill someone. You're not going to turn them back into like meatball. Things. <laughs> yeah. This, it just reverted them back. To the meatballs. I, I would have liked for it to be like, oh my god, Leo, you killed him. <laughs> just, you know, they're just like lying in their corpses and it just like takes an existential turn. It's like, I've taken a life. What do I do now? <laughs> and then, uh, one of the aliens just gets back and is like, <laughs> and Raph just takes his sign, stabs, stabs him in the it. head. Ah, oh, so good. Uh, Raph, 
Voiced by uh, Rob Paulson. Our, Rob Paulson, our BFF. Yeah, who is now the voice of Donatello. Was. That that uh, that series has ended. Oh, did it? And they're releasing a new one now. What? <laughs> yep. And Ninja Turtles is huge still. And so yeah, two, but... in 2011, 2012, yeah. they released a new CG um, computer animated one. And that one just ended last year. And they are restarting a new series um, next uh, this year. With whole new voice actor, whole new art style, uh, voice actors, whole new art style, everything That, like that. one was, the one that just ended was Rob Paulson, Greg Sipes. Yep. He um, played Mikey. Sean and, Astin played Raphael. And, and then uh, Seth Green. Seth Green replacing Jason, Jason Biggs. Biggs. Yeah. Uh, and um, May Whitman. Whitman was uh, April. And didn't, the guy who did um, uh, Avatar, didn't he... Well, probably I don't yeah. know. Um, David Tennant did a voice on it. He voiced the Fugitoid, um, who's a thing from the comics, and um, who else was it? Josh Peck, I think, voiced Casey Jones. Yeah, that makes sense because was, he is a Nickelodeon. Yeah, actor. it was it was either Drake or Josh, and I don't think it was Drake. I think it was Josh. Drake is Spider Man. Oh, he's voicing Spider Man now. Uh, well, he was on the Spectacular Spider Man on Disney. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Um. This one, it ends so weird. Well, yeah, because they just, like, they have that brief chase, and then they shrink the aliens. Shredder just escapes with with Stockman, and then Mikey's cooking pizza, and he brings out the meatballs, and the meatballs start to bounce around because he messed them up. He's like, don't worry, these are the ones, and then those ones, the other ones start bouncing around, and they're like, ugh. That's it. Credits. I would love April to be like, don't you guys ever just eat Chinese food or anything else than pizza? Why, no. Why was it pizza? Is it because they're supposed to be teenagers? I don't know why it was pizza. I, I, I really don't. It, it wasn't a thing in the original comics. Like they didn't. I don't think it was until the um the TV show that they like the love for pizza really kind of made it. It big had deal. to be some like well teenagers love pizza right i wouldn't be yeah it's gotta be something like that just like something marketable or something like that because it was not a selling point of the original comics the original comics were dark like they were messed up Well, they were created to be like not a parody but kind of an homage to daredevil 100 percent um because in daredevil you have the hand and in the turtles it's the the foot foot clan um Instead of stick, you have splinter. splinter. He's the splinter of the stick, and so the uh, the origin story in the very original comic is um, there's a, a kid is carrying a bowl of turtles and he gets pushed out of the way, um, and the man who pushes him out of the way is Daredevil, I think. Like it, the with the turtle, the accident where the turtles get covered in the mutagen is the same accident where Daredevil is is born. Like Daredevil gets his powers. It's the exact, like, that's how they made it was the exact same sequence. So it's it's really tied into the whole Daredevil uh, mythology, which is funny. But it's funny. Daredevil who pushes the kid? Or is the um, kid supposed to be Matt Murdock? Give me a second. Okay. Let me pull out the books right here. Where is it? Um... Then one day, while I was searching a trash can for my next meal, this is Splinter talking, I witnessed an accident. An old blind man was crossing the street and almost run, struck down by a large truck. At the last moment, a young man leaped at, the, uh, leaped at the blind man, knocked him out of the truck's way. As the truck screeched to a jarring stop, a metal canister bounced out of the back of the truck and struck the young man near his eyes. Okay, so that's Daredevil being created right there. Unnoticed by the crowd, the strange canister bounced several more times, striking and smashing a glass jar. So, okay, so... It's the, the the canister of ooze, which blinded Daredevil, um, broke a kid's turtle bowl. That's the original comic. It's different in the TV show. It's different in the, the well, movies. Well, yeah, because they probably couldn't get the rights to Daredevil. More than likely. And they, well, they changed it because in that one, Hamato Yoshi, or Splinter was originally just a rat who was owned by Hamato Yoshi. In the TV show... Splinter was Hamato Yoshi, they who was mutated that. into a rat. Yet they show that in the opening, and it's yep. so graphic. It really is. 
The first five episodes of this show were animated by a Japanese studio, and they like went all out on the animation. That's what the opening still draws from. You can tell the quality of the animation is amazing. Because I said to you, I was like, wow, this opening is beautiful. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. I, I almost, because I thought we were going to do a movie, and for a movie, what I was going to do was the first five episodes of this, um, which they're beautifully animated. It's like shockingly good. Yeah, we didn't. We're not doing a movie this month. Where didn't we did the really long uh, half dozen? Yeah, deal with it. Um, so jerks. <laughs> um, I loved Ninja Turtles. I had um the VHS of the first five episodes and then the Easter episode. But what I wanted, what I brought up to you is that for the advertising on like other D cartoon mm-hmm. shows. Um, they they pointed this out on Nostalgia Critic, but it said, "Witness and watch the amazing true story of how the Ninja Turtles were created." <laughs> okay. So that is weird. In New York City, there's a bunch of mutant ner- turtles. Probably it's New York. There's probably a bunch of mutants in that sewer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that always caught me. The like, what? Huh? That's a weird one. I, yeah. I, I was unaware of that. I never had the VHS of um, the origin stuff. I had. So. You also. You did have VHSs, right? I had. Um, this is weird. Uh, Burger King did um, the, with the kids' club when we were younger. They had. I think they released four VHSs. I had all four of them, and I think they had like a episode on each of them. So I used to watch that and my um, my killer pizza one as well. All the time, I nice. like I watched the crap out of them. I loved, love, 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 love turtles. Um, I loved the first two movies. I hated the third one. Yeah, the third one's bad. I, I remember seeing commercials for the third movie and being like, eh. I saw the third one in theaters, and I've never walked out of a movie. My dad came close, and I was like, <laughs> Dad, we paid for this, and we're not gonna get our money back. <laughs> You're so, a very astute five year old. <laughs> I was that was ninety three, so I was yep. probably seven. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so my dad's like, "You're right. We'll just stay." And then I think we went to see another movie we just, <laughs> to make up for you. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw Last Action Hero. Oh well, damn, that worked out. Yep. Talking about the Last Action Hero. A lot I today. I love that movie. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, this episode, I couldn't eat pizza for, like, a while after watching it when I was a kid. And then there are certain cartoons that I couldn't, like, do stuff. Um, This, I couldn't eat pizza. There's an episode of... Police Academy was a cartoon that Fred Wolf also did. Uh, Yeah. Um, There was one where Animal, who was Bob... uh, Animal or whatever Bobcat Goldwaite's character's (laughs) name was, where, like, he fell in his underwear into like a giant pot of spaghetti. It's like Could I you not could, eat spaghetti. I couldn't eat spaghetti. And then there was an episode of uh Captain Planet where M- Minka gets addicted to uh bliss. I remember that episode. And and it's like with the the Rat King, right? Yep. Or oh my god, yep. I remember that and, one. And and uh, They're in like New York or something like that. Yes, or it's like I just remember like dingy streets and Wheeler's right. being like, "This is my hometown." Yeah, because they're in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Wheeler is from Philadelphia, and he brings her a cheesesteak, and she turns around and she's like, "It's please," and it's oh my god, it's dripping. That. It was like I can't eat a, a steak and cheese for a very long time. Holy crap! Yeah, that was awesome. That was one of my my favorite episodes. I remember I, it stuck with me. I think that's why. So, I loved Captain Planet. Like, I enjoyed Captain Planet. The way you loved Turtles, <laughs> I had all of the action figures, all the bad guys. I had all the sets. I had one action figure, and I was really bummed because I think it was like I think it was Wheeler, and like he would like make sparks. Yep, I had that one. Um, but I got excited when they released the first season on DVD. I was like, I'm nice. gonna get all of them. They never did it again. I, I wonder if that's an issue with like Ted Turner. It it was because he had so many parameters. The the DVD case is biodegradable. Like, of course. And it's paper, and yeah. it just didn't sell well. They did that for Futurama. The movies, like, they're, like, the paper cases, and I hate them. They're, they're so bad. I have all of them up there yeah, on, the, on the shelves. They're Stupid. not even that nice. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like a cardboard. That sucks. So, yeah. Um, 
now that we're done with the episode, what turtle stuff are like? What f- makes you upset when they try to adapt turtle stuff, and what uh, makes you really happy? Um, I saw the newest. Well, I saw the 2014 Turtles movie. That um, was garbage. The, the first Michael Bay one, and Turtles. When growing up, it was like, oh, the cool action, and the, there was four of them. They had different weapons and stuff like that. But as, as I've gotten older, what I love about it is, uh, at the the core of this story is the family, um, the four turtles and Splinter, and it's like their family unit. And if you look at the first movie, that is the central theme: is is the family of the turtles versus um, Shredder's family of Foot Clan. Like he caught like there's a scene where Shredder is like addressing um, all the Foot Clan. And he's like, "We are a family. You are my family." Blah blah. And it's it's the just the juxtaposition of like someone who is using you and calling you a family, and like he's taking in all these like dejected kids and trying to give them or giving them a place where they feel like they're being valued, but he's really just using them versus the actual family of the turtles and that's epitomized through the Danny character. Danny. Exactly. Well, when, when Splinter talks to Danny about like, no, no, we're a family and, and Splinter's like, sure, whatever the hell you think, buddy. Yeah, you're right. You're a family. And like, so Danny kind of like switches sides and that whole, like the emotional core of that is what I've really grown to love about the turtle story. It's kind of what it's become recently. Um, and they missed that whole, like, element in the the newest movie it's just not there at all it, it does not matter it, it's it, it, was, it was so on the surface just crap and where they like it was well not out of the shadows you're talking about i haven't seen out of the shadows that one out of the shadows was i i didn't care about the first one so i i mean the first one was so bad although i've heard out of the shadows is good okay so i didn't mind out of the shadows i hated the first one it was mm-hmm. on my worst of list like i hated it <laughs> the second one i watched um, because the movie I wanted to see was sold out, and I was like the only one in the theater, in uh, Out shocked. of the Shadows, and it wasn't bad because it was more like this. It was more like the cartoon. Yep. Um, I'm not shocked. I mean, they put in Bebop and Rocksteady. I know that they did Krang. They did Krang as well. But it was it was Brad Garrett. It was supposed to be Fred Armisen, and okay. Fred Armisen was doing a documentary now in like Portlandia, mm-hmm. so they couldn't get him. So they got. Brad Garrett and his voice is so weird. He's like, um, oh, he's he's doing the voice that he did in Night at the Museum as the the Easter Island statue. Oh, okay. Gum gum, you get me gum gum. I wait. I've only seen the first Night at the Museum. That, was he in that one? Okay, I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, but. he he plays a giant Easter Island statue. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, I don't mind. I love the first two movies. Yep, original. Uh, the one with Sam Rockwell, I should say, and then the other one has Ernie Reyes Jr. Yep. Um, the third one is garbage. Turtles in Time. Yep. I've seen bits and pieces of the animated one. I liked the animated one. Um, it wasn't like an amazing movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it got the fa- it got it got the family dynamic. Like the the very beginning of the movie is Leo has like left and he's like in South Africa on like a vision quest type of deal. Like he's like exiled himself and it's all about like him coming back and like reintegrating with the family. There's a big fight scene between him and Raphael, which is always like a core component of like the brothers butting heads. And it's just like, it's the best action in any turtles movie period. Like eh, the, the live action ones, the first two are, are fine, but because like it was all CG, they could do like, flips and crap and it looked really good um i heard the only problem with it is that it doesn't have shredder uh well shredder's it, it follows movie continuity so shredder's been killed shredder dies at the end of the second movie he's not in the third movie either right. um the villain in general is is an issue it's it's really a a fluff villain that that means nothing and and it's i feel not like not that great but the turtle stuff is awesome this that one was supposed to be i thought the third one was didn't exist in this world. It definitely did. Um, oh, it at did. the very end of the movie, um, Shred or Splinter puts like the helmet of the bad guy on a, um, a a wall with a bunch of stuff, and like the scepter from the third movie's in it. Um, the TCRI canisters on it, and Shredder's helmets on it. So it, they acknowledge that those movies did exist, but it was kind of um, they were more or less ignored. You're right, but it, the continuity is a big. Who cares, really? I guess. So it's it like down Superman to. Returns. 
Yeah, I guess. I've never seen Superman Returns, but I know it, like, technically is in continuity, but it's, like, weird because it's only been, like, it, five years or something like that. Or... So, Superman Returns is, it says that the events of Superman 1 and 2 happened, but 3 and 4 didn't. Didn't? Okay. That's kind of like what I think they're doing with the new Halloween movie that's coming out. Danny like, McBride's Halloween? Exactly. Like, the first... I think the first Halloween counts, maybe the second one, but all the other ones are being ignored, which is funny because that's already what they did with H2O was H2O ignored three, four, five, and six. And it's just weird. Yeah. But anyways, Turtles is awesome. I love Turtles. Um, Is there anyone in the comic that you like that they like messed up in the cartoon? In the cartoon? Um, <sighs> no, because they ended up doing most of it, most everyone. Krang didn't exist in the comic. Um, in the comic, he was a, a part of. There was an alien race called the Ultrons who looked just like Krang. Um, you know, it's weird because it's been forever, and I haven't seen all two hundred episodes of the original cartoon. I stopped watching it when I was because I just didn't know how to watch it. And I, I loved Turtles, but I eventually moved on to like Power Rangers, and it was really only once I got a little bit older that I kind of fell back in love with the turtles. Um, so from the comic that I would like, I, I don't remember how they did the Triceratons. I don't remember that. I, but I know I had an action figure of the Triceratons, Triceratops, Triceratons. Um, there was an Archie comic that was based off of the cartoon. It was the exact same, um, art style. And in that one, they did this like intergalactic wrestling thing that was awesome. I don't know if they did that in the cartoon. I would have loved to have seen that, though. And what, Archie fought, though? No, 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 no. Um, sorry, sorry. It was just Archie the imprint. It wasn't like Archie like and Veronica. It was just like an Archie's comic published a Turtles comic. Oh, okay. It was, so, like, they weren't with the Archie character. Oh, like I was like, I it would was, love it was just, to see that. Yeah, it would have been interesting. But it was just, like, Archie Comics published a Turtles comic. That was an, it was originally an adaptation of the show, and then the writer of the comic just eventually went off and did his own thing with the, oh. the characters and introduced a whole bunch of new people, and okay. they went to the future. It became very environmental That's awareness-y. That's so weird. Like eco-terrorists and stuff like that, and yeah, I, I don't wish like I'm that. making this up. It's I don't weird. like that. <laughs> Raphael fell in love with a cat girl. It was weird. <laughs> um, so how many bagels do you give this? Okay, um, <laughs> I love the turtles, but I can be realistic. The plot is paper thin. Um, the animation was not very good. Nope. Uh, many mistakes. We saw like three hairs in like the animation the gate, gates or whatever, yeah. which was weird. Um, super sloppy. Um, and some of the voice acting is is pretty. The voice acting is fine, but some of the characters, like I can't stand Verma, sorry, Vernon and Irma. I, both of them bug the crap out of me. Um, I'm going to go with this is probably a nine for me because it's it's Turtles. I love it. And it's just weird enough that like it's it's unique, but there's some problems with it. So I'm going to say nine. I'm saying seven. Okay. Seven out of ten. Uh, seven out of ten. Seven, seven out of 13. thirteen. Yeah. All the reasons you gave, but also that whole microwave scene is gross. <laughs> it really is. Um, the... The logic in them going into water, they're not shrinky dinks. They're not like, they're not those um, capsules that you spray water on. Oh, they turn into things. sponges. <laughs> like, no. I'll give you $10 if you swallow a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and then I go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Minor details. Um, <laughs> local podcaster <laughs> dies for $10. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. It could have been better. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So. I give my, my animation cell a 13 out of 13. Though. That animation <laughs> cell is awesome. Dantel is my favorite turtle. Ditto. I Oh, that's what I want to talk about is the voice acting in the, the movies. So Cousin Oliver is the voice of Michelangelo in the first. Two, oh, really? In the first three movies. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then Corey Feldman's in the. First and third one. Correct, because he was in rehab during the second one. Yeah, the second one is voiced by uh, the kid from Monster Squad, who the other bully who wasn't. Oh, really? I did not know Dwayne, the one who wasn't Dwayne, wasn't Jason Harvey. Also, Vanilla Ice is in the second movie. <laughs> go Ninja! Go Ninja! Go! He's also he was also when they brought back the Ninja Turtles um, mac and cheese. Okay. From Kraft. He's the, I remember that. He's the stock boy who's stocking it. Yep. 
Um, and I was that. like, oh, so that's what Vanilla Ice is doing these days. He's working <laughs> in a grocery store. He's in Market Basket. Okay. Yeah. Um, the soundtracks for both m- the first two were weird because... They were. Turtle Power. T-U-R-T-L-E. Power. <laughs> so that guy got it wrong because he said Raphael is the leader. Yep. Nope. You're wrong. Way off. Um, But I did have... I had a cassette tape of um go ninja go ninja go nice yeah is that what it's even called uh, i think it's called it's either called go ninja or ninja rap i, I don't remember the name i think it is just go ninja and how um, did he even know that they were ninjas wouldn't it be go turtle know. go turtle go also like why is there a nightclub right next to this like, dock an, an abandoned yeah right next to a dock next to like an abandoned um like construction yard <laughs> it's like a rave Growing up, um, my parents, we didn't have HBO when I was growing up, but maybe this was Showtime. Regardless, we didn't get any fancy channels, but there was a period where I think my parents like bought an afternoon or a day of it. and They, they had taped, the free weekends. Yeah, oh, was, that's probably what it was yeah. then. Because they taped um, Turtles 1 and 2 off of it for it, me. It was on Cinemax because, oh, okay. because my family had HBO. Okay. Um. Because my dad liked watching the show Arliss. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we had HBO, and I was like, "Oh, but I want to watch, I want to watch um, Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Ooze." And my dad's like, "Well, that's Cinemax. We don't have Cinemax." And then it was that free weekend, uh, and we it. did the same thing. So uh, we taped it, and so as far like growing up, I would just watch those over and over again, and it was. Turtles one, and then there was a featurette between them about like how they made like the animatronics for the turtles and how they like choreographed some of the things. And so like that's so baked into my like viewing experience. It was one, the featurette, and then two. Yeah. That's the only way I would watch them. That's awesome. So good. And um my family did the same thing with Showtime. There was a we got a free weekend of Showtime mm-hmm. and my dad taped uh Goldeneye. Hero. Oh Goldeneye. No, Last Action Hero was on HBO. <laughs> That I remember, um, but we did tape it. Um, Goldeneye, and there was a special making of feature, right? Because it was like the first James Bond movie since 1989. And, really? Yeah. And I remember Pierce Brosnan saying like, you know, the people wanted James Bond back because they were tired of turtles fighting. He, I disagree. He made a dig at the Ninja Turtles. I remember that. I like, okay. I just lost all respect for Pierce Brosnan. Go well, to hell, he's, man. He's, he's no Daniel Craig. He's no Sean Connery. <laughs> No George Lassenby. Um, so, yeah, we've come to the end. What what do we have coming up next? Um, well, we're going from New York City to Pawnee, Indiana. Um, next week, we are going to watch a Parks and Recreation episode called The Fight. I love me some Ben Wyatt. I love me some Andy Dwyer. All right. So, until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye, guys. Bye.